Yo, what up? And welcome to another episode of Straight From The Stands, an unapologetic, unofficial LA Galaxy podcast, hosted by four five my supporters, who bring you the thoughts and views on everything related to LA Galaxy, Straight From The Stands. I am your co-host, Smarts, alongside the always angry angel, his counterpart, level-headed George, and the man with the facts, Masa. This is Straight From The Stands. Good evening. What's up? <laughs> look, at this look at this shit. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? How you guys doing? So, I ended up getting Angel back, which I met before, not gonna lie. But now my size takes time off. Like, I, I just... Fuck, man. Can I just get uh, the same four every week in, week out? George, you can't take PTO next week. I'm letting you know right now. Listen, it might be my time next week. No, no, no. I'm blocking PTO for the next two weeks, dog. I'm gonna lock in for the next two weeks. It, it, it has nothing to do with Angel, but if you add a fourth to this, Masa immediately just stops talking. When it's when it's three people, regardless if it's me, regardless of eight, regardless of who it is, Masa has a voice. Once it's four people, it's just that, that's it. Nah, you know what's whack too is that, is that he was sick last week, so it definitely feels that way, right? But we had gotten Masa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had gotten Masa into a flow of like you know being in the conversation a lot more often. Oh, so three, that was three. Listen, I, I'm gonna test your theory next week, hopefully, because I'm blocking BTL for the next couple of weeks. But let's get going, George. How you doing, Papa? I'm doing amazing, actually. I went to a, <laughs> I went to Cheesecake Factory. You know, the stimmy didn't hit, but they asked me what I wanted. I asked them for the factory. That shit didn't let's work. Get it. So I got a little drunk, so I'm here. That's a sub, uh, Señor Angel. ¿Cómo se encuentra? Oh, you know, just right. drink shake. I'm right here. I'm fucking, fucking buff, right? <laughs> fucking buff, dog. Yeah, there it is. That's how you feeling. You feeling buff? Well, listen, I, yeah. I, 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 I tend to uh, tend to like these intro segments to take about 10, 15 minutes. So we pretend like we have a longer show than we do. Y'all really suck for that one today. Yeah, well, really let's talk about Saturday. That. We got plenty buff. of fucking content there. Uh, just so y'all know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. I feel good. I asked you. You didn't answer me. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, but let's let, let, let's let's get it going. Uh, if you guys didn't tune in, you guys get a chance to see it later on because I know neck booze, neck neck booze, neck booze, not huh? the neck boys, it's not, not the neck boys, the neck booze. <laughs> Yikes! All right, I'm gonna start the show all over again. I'm gonna ask you how you doing again. You guys, come up with a story. All right, let's let's do it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we did uh not so hot ones with the neck news yesterday, right? A right. a podcast, a weird podcast, a Saturday. podcast that maybe oh Saturday. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what these I'm in, though. I've been I've been in this house for quite too long. I get lost. Uh, but on Saturday we, we we met up with the with the Nag Boys, and we did a podcast. Uh, not necessarily the way we we usually do podcasts because we we enjoyed, or maybe not enjoyed. Maybe enjoyed, maybe not the right word. But we had some uh, spicy wings and got asked some galaxy questions in between. Fun time. Uh, I know they had a stream, but if you didn't catch a stream, I know they recorded it and gonna put it up with better audio. But until then, Angel, tell me, tell me, tell me, talk to me about uh, about Saturday night's experience for you. How was it through, your, through the lens of Angel? You know what? Um, uh, you guys know this, right? I, I don't eat spicy food. I like spicy food. I just, I can't handle it. Right? I'm terrible at it. Trash. 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 Um, like, never had sriracha before. You know, That's so crazy the whole me. wing experience to me. Yeah, never had tasted sriracha before. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know, fuck it. Um, you know. Other homies didn't get together. I fucking do it. You know, I'm not gonna be the one guy to be like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Like, I'm like fuck, can I know, bitch? Um, so I joined. You know, 
I was there. I didn't know what to expect. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know what to expect from that first bite from the sriracha. I was like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to. How to do, like do you like it? Yeah, you know what? I, I one uh-huh. five. I enjoyed. Okay. I actually liked it. Yeah. So you know, because it was it was a good kick. You know, I wasn't on fire. I wasn't. You know, I was I was good. I mean, I I enjoy spicy, but I just can't handle it. Right. I'm uh-huh. a for it. Um, so there's that's the problem. But no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, like you know, one through five were cool. Uh, it was like, oh my god, I got this easy money. You know, easy money. You know, <laughs> you know I'll be fine. Fuck, man. The sixth one, where you took the sixth one, I'm like, all right, it's, it's getting a little serious now. You know, because the sixth the one had The curry mm, one? I think that I was the curry one. one. No, I think it was the seventh one, right? Wasn't it that was the curry one? No, the seventh one was spicy. This yeah. one was like, like, all right, this is hot, but it had a, a flavor. Like, it was flavorful. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed lighting my mouth on fire. Right? Problem was that last one, man. That the sixth one, I think I don't know. I think it might have been Georgia. Cause I mean, you were across from me, right, George? Yeah. So you were the one that said it best. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, "This is all fire, no flavor." Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I don't understand how. That's my issue with spicy food, right? The people are like, they like, oh, I, I can handle so much spice. It's just spicy. It doesn't make sense to me. You're paying your fucking money. For your food to enjoy your motherfucking food. Let it out. Let it out. In case, go to the fucking store and just buy one fucking bottle of the hottest shit they have in your house. What's the point? Like, it's stupid. Like, it's it's the dumbest shit I've ever done. In, not the dumbest shit I've ever done in my life, but it's one of the dumbest yeah. shit I'm sure I've done as a collective with you guys. I don't understand. When the right mind says, hey, I'm going to make this hot sauce. What flavor? I'm just going to light some motherfuckers on fire. Because dumbass like us, get like, it? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, exactly, right? And, and we are around their pod, they bought that shit facts. Like, my biggest thing is like Chewy, bro. Like, Chewy, I get he's trying to be macho. I'm Mexican. I can eat. One eternity later. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back with screaming. We're live with it. They've been hearing you for a little bit. All right, let's get back. Let's get back into it. My bad. All right. So, Angel. I can see your face, though. Uh, no, because I'm not sharing my camera here. Let me share that real quick. Uh, OBS camera. OBS virtual camera. OBS camera. There it is. Oh, I messed it all up again. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna figure this out one day. I promise. All right. Uh, so Angel. Actually, no, no. So you 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 had a, you had a hard time after about uh after six. George, tell me tell me about yours though. Tell me tell me how you how you felt. Angel, we were talking about our shit, but I'm gonna kind of dig a little at him. So, from my perspective, once we got to the sixth, fifth wing, I started looking around. I'm like, cool, you know, honor system, you know, everyone's eating it. And I look in front of me, and Angel has a glove on because I shared a glove because, you know, obviously, smart, you don't want to fucking eat this shit. And we're all, so at this point, we're all adding our own dab to the to the wing. And I see Angel playing with the wing. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> So I was like, I'm tripping. And then I look, I'm like, oh, there's no hot sauce. Oh, Hold on. No, 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 no. It's my turn. It's my turn. So I look at it and he eats it. And then he's like, nah, there's nothing. And, and in my mouth, I'm like, no, nah, there's a little kick in here. There has to be one. So the next one, I call him out. I was like, hey, stop rubbing your shit. Do this and do it. He's like, no. Nah. And then, Rudy, you could be a witness to this. After I called him out, didn't something happen to the wing every time? As far as the wing falling on the floor, <laughs> the, the wing falling on the plate, the fucking chili going all over the place. Oh, oh. 
after that happened, I started, <laughs> adding, I started adding the hot sauce to it. Immediately, the sweat just yeah. sweat been going everywhere. And I was like, all right, you see? I think he gypped us for like two wings. But that's fine because those wings weren't that spicy. But the fact for him to say like, oh, no, it's not that spicy. I think it might have been the one after the curry. So he started playing with the wing, you know, it, smart, smart man. I, I can't yeah. take it. Somebody got caught. <laughs> that's the thing. He got caught. That's not, that's not that. And then he's like, right, and then he's like oh, yeah, you're right. You know, you know, I could see because 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 the glove and all that. I was like, no, no, let me let me add that shit to the wing now. <laughs> man, that, that shit straight up, right? Like, um, hold on, hold on. but to add to what Angel said, the last two is just it, it's. I don't understand how you could be a fan of hot sauce and enjoy that because at that point you're not even enjoying your food. Not because it's too spicy. Sure. People could enjoy it, but even masa, that's a big spicy, spicy foods guy that said the second to last one tasted like cigarette butts. Like it's not <laughs> good for the, for the most part. All the ones that we tried had a tangy flavor, had a curry flavor, had something to like, okay, it's good. And then it's hot. The last two were just, not good. Yeah, so s- similar, right? Like I, I, I enjoyed all of them up to the last one. The last one is the only one I didn't like because I, I felt that one definitely what you're saying, where it was just spicy to be spicy, it had no flavor to it. And also, the last one is the only one that got under my tongue, and that's what that one that won't be me. But it's it, it's crazy. Oh, here, here let, let me be straight up, right? Like I did my research on 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 what works best with um Smart with man. spicy food and all that. So I was I was I was ready, man. I I, I found some gloves in the car, so I had the gloves. I got. Diet Coke, right? Diet Coke is super sweet and it's supposed to work uh, somehow, some way because of the sweetness, it, it counters the, the bitterness and it nullifies both of them. And then lime to kind of scrape the 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 molecule, the spicy molecules out of your tongue. So I had both of them. So I didn't use them until the last one because the last one is the only one I felt like, oh, oh, there you are, bitch. Right? That, that was the only one that hit me. And it's funny too because like the table cleared out except for... Uh, Shout out Masa, shout out uh Brian over at Nagnews, cause because those are the only ones that who 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 I mean we're the only ones who actually finished the pot at the end because you know that shit got spicy. I'm, and I won't lie, that shit was spicy. But overall it was fun. So I want to give a big shout out to uh to the Nag Boys for for considering us to doing that with with us and also first to five who who joined us and was at the spot. It was a cool little spot, cool little we got to hang out with, with everybody for a little bit, and that was fun. So Again, big shout out to them Pod over there. Besties. Yeah, Pod BFFs. Uh, we'll, we'll share the link with, with when they when they post up the the actual video because I know some of the some of the audio wasn't great on the stream. Uh, we were in a big place, but we had uh, we had some microphones set up across the table, so you should have better audio when they release the the non live stream version of it. And that show was fun, so you should check that out. Definitely share the link when that's out. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that, that was fun. That was Saturday. Uh, so now let's talk about the little bit of Jesus news that we have because we didn't we don't have much. Uh, so I can, I can wrap the whole thing up with this with this one in one sentence, right? Is Galaxy played at uh, Columbus in San Diego apparently in a preseason match that resulted in a one one tie with the goal coming from, the goal for the Galaxy coming from Augie Williams. Let me start up with this. Was have it you guys G2? Heard? It wasn't G two. No, it was the first team. Yeah, you seen? Uh, I think it was Subak and uh, and and the Pew are the only ones that we've seen on pictures. I think. Uh, don't quote okay. me on that, but it, but so the, you know whether it was G two or not. It, I know I know the I know the team went out to San Diego, so I'm assuming it's the first team. But have you guys heard anything else other than this, like from your from your collective resources? 
sign sign Augie Williams to DP contract. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I haven't heard much of it, which is which sucks because right? because obviously we, we would like to know more details, but I haven't heard much other than um, other than Augie scoring the goal. Andrew, you hear anything else? With Jordan, as fuck. Uh, DP slot automatically. <laughs> Which listen, I, 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 straight up, uh, like I'm kind of happy that he scored for us, right? I know last week we talked a little bit about uh, the interview that uh, that I think Danger TRL on on, on Discord sent sent over, where he was talking about some big news and potentially multiple offers coming for him. So for him to score with the G's, it, it has to bode well for us. So. I guess it's the one thing we could take out from there because nothing else came out of it, like no other news. So I'm sure, you know, that's the only thing we got to go with. Um, but yeah, so we got uh, game one of the preseason down with a tie one, one, no more, no more uh, information than that since they didn't share anything else. Uh, moving on. So a few weeks ago, we got Julian to Man City. Was it Man City? Who, who, oh no, it was uh, Tottenham. Juve. No, no. A couple weeks ago, it was Tottenham, it was right? Both. It was Juve Tottenham and Tottenham, no? I got Juve. Oh. So I so I, I remember I remember being time I remember being an EPL team, but this week we got a uh, we got supposedly he's one of four players that Julius trying to come after in the summer. What do you guys think to, to move to a move to Italy for for uh, for Julian? It's not good for us. It's it's not how do I phrase this? It's great for him. At the moment, it's not good for us because we're reconstructing a team. But it's good for the Galaxy to build that bridge into Europe. So there's a lot of parts to it on my end. Um, obviously, you don't want to lose, at this point, I want to say a vital piece to the Gs because he's, mm-hmm. for, as far as I know, was starting right back for us. And uh, whoever we got after him was just a point that we put in whenever he gets called up or whenever um, duties come along. Uh, but if it were to happen... I'd rather it happen sooner than later so we could actually uh, figure something out. But at the end of the day, it's good for him. It's not going to be good for us because we have to reconstruct once again, but it, it also builds, it bridges the gap for the Galaxy to start selling into Europe. So things that we've talked about on this pod as far as players coming in and us being that market that to go in, then I'm good with it. Also, Andrew, like we talked a little bit about it yesterday about uh, about CR. Would that would that uh, cement go. that relationship? And I I don't want to I don't want to say tinfoil hat right because that's Eddie's <laughs> thing right on on his pod and I've heard I think I've heard George say it too. George, yep. So I'm not gonna say hey tinfoil hat shit right, but I mean listen if you want to start if you want that solid relationship and say hey look we're getting Cristiano Ronaldo I know it's not gonna be the same thing we'll send Julian that way you know let's let's figure something out that would be fucking amazing. And I understand that we'd be losing a piece in Julian Araujo, but listen, lines we're gonna lose him within the next two years. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we can do it, it, it with some type of maybe it's like, hey, it's not a guarantee that Ronaldo's gonna come in the next five months, but you know we're gonna year we're gonna sell him to you, you know, as soon as in the summer, right, right when when the window's over, and he's gonna come to you right after the Euros. But, listen, obviously we can go into detail with that, right? Like, okay, well, do we want to wait as Galaxy fans? You know, un- until after the Euros, you know, because summer and, and all that shit. That we can go down that rabbit hole, right? In terms of, of a move, if it's that, amazing. I think it's going to be that. Probably not. Um, 
So what that means for Araujo himself, listen, this is the Italians, right? The Italian league is known for their defensive style. Like that's one of their things, right? Whether it's the national team or even the styles that they play, they're physical, maybe not as pretty and fun to watch. But if you're Araujo, that's that's what you need. Are we getting coached by, you know, Andrea Pirlo and, and his staff and, you know, playing against other top strikers, you know, that are very physical. That's good for him. It's, a, I think it's a probably better move for him than going to Tottenham. Not because, you know, fuck Tottenham and, you know, to one Arsenal, but <laughs> London is red. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, stupid. But, you know, it's, if that's the case, I mean, it also depends, right, on what you want to do with your style. Because if you go to Tottenham, it's going to be a faster pace. It's going to be, it's, it's different elements to it, right? His play is going to be different. He's going to develop differently if you're in the Italian league as opposed to if you're in the, if you're in the, um, you know, in the English Premier League, it's yeah. just, you know, style is, is different. It's, it's, it just really is. So at the end of the day, yep. it's a win for him. Uh, if we get anything out of it, it's, it's definitely a plus for us because we are going to lose him in the next two, three years. If it's not Juve, if it's not Tottenham, it's going to be someone else. And those are two high-profile teams. Whether you hate Tottenham or not, the fact is that they, listen, they were in Champions League two years ago. So they, they're, 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 they're a good team now, right? It's not the pushover Tottenham they used to be. So that's, that's good for him. Now, Antifo had... Cristiano Ronaldo. Me, I say it's an equal swap, if you ask me, but, you know, that's my opinion. <laughs> Listen, so, when the president I, comes out, when the president of Juve comes out and said that Ronaldo was not the good signing for them, listen, tinfoil hat. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you know, so, so it's that, right? I, I think there is something to, like, forming a relationship. Uh, I know Francisco Rey is saying, I think Cristiano Ronaldo, I think Cristiano has 100%, 100% say in where he goes. Don't think a positive relationship between us and Juve makes a difference. I think it does. I think it does because it opens up the, the channel of communication. Uh, does it hold as much weight as we want it to? Probably not. But I think there's something to having a relationship there. Uh, but besides that, right, I, you know, to what Angel was saying, I think it's a good move for Julian. Because I always thought that maybe a move to, to Serie A or even uh, to the Netherlands would be like a really good place. Because it's, it's a, the leagues are a little, a little bit more forgiving to mistakes out, out wide. But also, like, they suit him because of his pace. Right, like uh, the Italian league is is physical, uh, and it and it is focused a lot on defense, but but players with with pace definitely exploit that league, right? I, th- I think I'll say the same for for the Netherlands, right? The, the Dutch league is, is both the same, where like they have great, um, they have you know good football, they're defensive minded, or at least the Italian league is defensive minded, at least you know, or we're accustomed to. But having speed is definitely an exploit for those leagues, so I think it fits him, right? And it fits him, it kind of catapults him into a position where. If he performs, his career could really take off, like starting off in Italy or or, or in the Dutch league, in my opinion. Uh, so to I think me, it's, it, 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 what you're saying, but I want him to go to a league that has a lot of uh, media presence. And I don't think the Dutch league does that. And I think the Dutch league would do that if he becomes great, which is far and few in between. You don't you just don't know at this point. So going to a team like Juve and then imagine the the name of Ronaldo coming in after. Now the spotlight is a little bit more on Julian, which then helps out the Galaxy in the future cuz if we do the Netherlands and you know say he plays all right and he he has a decent career, I doubt we hear a lot about that compared to an EPL team, compared to a Juve, compared to a Tottenham. So it, I get but, what you're saying, but I'd much but, rather him go to a team that that has that media presence. Nah, but but see, like like he, the thing the thing about him going to like a Dutch league, it, it wouldn't be like where he's gonna end up at, right? It, it's it's mm-hmm. the feeder league because the Dutch league, for what it, uh, you're right, I don't think it has the, the media attention. It's not broadcast in the states as much, so we don't see it as much. But it is a feeder league. Like a lot of big clubs go into go go into 
Ajax specifically PSV uh, and and buy buy from them right because they technically they're usually cheaper side than you know going to like La Liga or going to even Serie A now. Uh, so but then it is, I feel, it is but a then I feel that the Dutch league could get the credit for it though, and that's kind of what I, I don't want. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Listen, he, he, he come out of the case. though for for Ju- for Julian. He is has he decided if he's choosing the U.S. national team or not? I think he went so. with the U.S. Yeah. Okay. In that right back role, like you, you know who else he's competing with, right? For that right back role, there's there's a few people. The one Yedlin? that comes to mind immediately is is Sergino Dest. Right? Not Yellen, no, Yellen went. No, yeah, Yellen's done the pecking order. Is Sergino, Dest for right, sure? Listen, Sergino, yes, Sergino, exactly. What other club right now has that power, or at least the name, right? To say, hey, you're in, you're in Azadak Mall, you're in fucking Feyenoord, you're in, you know, Ajax. Or a UN Juventus. And it's the name, just the name alone is gonna it's gonna make people consider, right? If if you're a Bellhart, right? This Bellhart is the coach, right? For the US national team. Yeah. Yeah. You're considering <laughs> that. Right. Yeah. You're considering like shit, okay, this dude's playing for Juventus, whereas this dude's playing for Barcelona, and it's the philosophies defensively, historically, the Juvent the Juventus side is gonna be the better side, right? So should I go with what he's learned at Juventus or should I go with Sergino Des? You know, who's gonna be more of my Right wing back, you know, as opposed to maybe Julian not necessarily playing right wing back, more of a, you know, typical right back. You know, it's 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 interesting. But I, what I'm getting at is that for Julian Araujo, it's not only a good for club club move, but it's also a good U.S. Men's National Team move. Should he decide to go U.S. Men's National Team? Right. Listen, at the same time though, right? Like like you see, you have like uh, and again, I don't I, I'm I'm gonna I'm stop after this because I don't like going too deep into uh, into U.S. Men's National Team. But like you have McKinney in 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 Juve, right? Uh, but McKinney is also not getting the minutes he was getting in, in, in Germany. He 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 has has the minutes. He has had some some impact because he he's come in and scores some goals. But he's not the the, the out and out starter like he was in Germany, right? Uh, whereas that's like that's somehow I don't think that's is that dope as a right back. But he's a start. He's the out and out starter in Barcelona, right? Uh, do we think Julian's gonna be the out and out starter in Juventus? I I, I can't say because I don't I watch City. I don't watch much City so I don't know. Who he's competing for, but you know it is a bigger club who's, who's going to demand a lot more than some other clubs. Either way, though, uh, you know, similar to what the chat is saying, uh, actually, Glenn Glenn Utuen says uh, if we want him to be the best RB defender in the world that he can be, the the summer move sounds like the right time for him, and I agree. I think I think he, if he makes a move in the summer, uh, it's proper timing. He got a, he got some, you know, he got like a season and a half, and it'll be like half a season for this year, uh, and then he makes a move. You know, wish him his back, wish him the best. Also means that we got to be on the lookout for for real starting uh, right back because I think the, all the intentions are for for Fisher O'Neill to be like the the sub or the guy who comes in when Julian's. We, we can still make the sale, right? And he just with the clause like, hey, he'll be there in you know when the galaxy season's over, you know, after they win MLS Cup, right? He'll be there in the winter. That's a possibility. You can do that. Yeah, you could. Uh, how much? I don't. I don't know. If that's the move, though, right? Like they they want to pick him up in the summer to see what he has during the summer and and okay. for the fall for the fall league. All right, but that's enough for him. It's interesting though. Like it's 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 really dope to see uh, to see Julian getting looked at or being mentioned uh, so often. You know, it's a good product. Uh, similar to him, maybe not similar to him. Actually, I don't know why he said that. But Efra <laughs> Efra chose uh, Mexico over mm. over the U.S. Uh, Again, I don't want to go too. I don't want to go too deep into into the national teams. But any any thoughts on that? Like, do you think it was the right choice? Do you think one way or the other? I didn't think he had a bad choice, to be honest with you. Uh, 
whatever you feel comfortable with. I, I'm not really fully invested in international like that, especially when it comes to U.S. Mexico. I try to not to touch that, but I'm not mad at him. It's an 18 year old kid that wants to feel comfortable. Listen, if he didn't feel comfortable and he chose the U.S., I wouldn't want him. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, it, it, it's it's something, right? Because, and again, this this has to probably do a lot with me not not following a lot of national team news for either Mexico or the United States. But the United States have been marketing like this week, especially all the youth coming up and the and the talent that's coming up. Uh, the future is now and, and all that slogan they've been doing, uh, which, you know, if I'm a young player, I kind of want to be competing with those people because they don't have a name established in the international scene, right? Whereas I see Mexico squad and they have a lot more established first team players in their in their squad, right? I know... I know they're choosing for the for the Olympic qualifiers, but the goal is the main team, I assume, right? So, like, I, I just assume you want to be competing for spots in, in with the younger players because the U.S. national team, the first team, is is you know made by a lot of these kids who are pretty young, right? Maybe not maybe not seventeen years old, but you know in the early twenties, mid twenties max. Uh, I just thought that was interesting, but, but, but I don't really. But that's a choice for him, and then that's the type of competitor he might be or might not be. And also, you have to look at the fact that on the on the first team in the galaxy, he has a veteran, a veteran in Jonah, a veteran in Chicha that he might pick their brain. And you know, that there might be scouting for their national team as well. Who does he have in the galaxy? He has Julian that is barely getting his feet win and, and Sebastian Lejet. You get me? So, I mean, when I have those two on one side and these two on that side, I might not be seeing the bigger picture of, Oh, I might be able to compete in the U S it's a young and up and coming squad. I have Jonathan Dos Santos and Chicharito in my ear saying, pick Mexico because, you know, this is – you just don't know what they're telling him. But, I mean, if you have those two in front of me, I'm going to go with Mexico too, especially if those two type of players are talking to me. Yeah. Again, I, I, I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad move. I, I just found it interesting, yeah. right? Um, at the same time, when you bring that up, like I, I read I read an article, and I didn't even post the notes because I didn't think it was worth it, but I did read an article that that that's pretty much uh, froze uh, Chicha out of the, of the, of the squad. Like where he's not looking at him as a potential option for a striker. I can't say I blame him. Right? You can't I mean, say I blame him at all. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't consider him either after last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. I can't say I blame him because he's done absolutely nothing over the last year to say, hey, you should be someday looked at, right? Uh, it's just interesting. Uh, but we have that. Uh here, let me let me read a couple of things here. Uh Food Stamp Pop says he chooses Mexico. He can still do a one time switch after after since he's already played with them. If you were to choose in the US, he wouldn't be able to uh pull a switch later. Interesting. Uh, again, that's from the chat. Uh, and I'm asked one question here from from uh, from the chat from Logan Jones. Uh, going back just a little bit for Julian. Uh, I don't know we've touched touched on it, touched on this. Uh, we, I mean, uh, George and, and myself. But Angel says you haven't been for a while. For for Julian, are we doing ten mil or in the ten mil? Forget about Ronaldo for a second. If you just a straight up purchase, which thing the price tag should be? I don't think Juventus is going to go over ten million. For the guy, and I don't think anyone will pay over ten million for Julian. I understand that. Listen we, to that, Masa. We rate him highly. That we rate him highly as Galaxy fans, but we also need to have some realization that we are not the only club in the world, and there are so many other teams that actually have been better than us over the last six years that are not only producing talent like Julian Araujo, they're producing better talent. And 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 people get butthurt about that's fine, get butthurt, but we also have to understand this is still the LA Galaxy. We are not producing world-class players we haven't you know what fc dallas does a better job of doing that than we do right now producing you know caliber that probably belongs in 
likes of Juventus and, and such, right? Until we start seeing that, and, and maybe Julian is going to be the, the guy. Maybe I, we sell him for $11 million night and I'll, I'll, I'll bite it. That's fine. I'll bite the bullet. You know, it's a good bullet to bite. Fuck it. You know, it's, it's good for us. It's amazing. I just don't see where the logic is right now in, in current place and time and what the guy has been able to sell across anywhere, anywhere really, that's going to say, hey, this guy is worth $10 fucking million or over $10 million. I'm not saying he's not worth that. I'm just saying, think of how many other teams are selling players like Araujo. In this market too, right? In this COVID market as well. In this market, yeah. That are not going for Tim. And you know what? Maybe we're talking pre-COVID. There you go. It's, I probably say that. So, 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 give me, give me an amount you think it, it, it's fair to sell uh, Julian right now or in the summer. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I, I've had to look at numbers, but fuck, I don't know. I, I think something sound, would sound right. Maybe three, four million. I think that probably sounds right, but. I'm not the expert when it comes to transfer market. Yeah. I never have been, right? So I, I don't know. But I just the thought of 10 million sounds ridiculous to me when we were trying when we were complaining about trying to get by one for 20 million, and they were saying that 10 million is okay. Yeah, it's, no, logically no. doesn't make sense to me. And I, I get fucked I, by I, lost Chris. I, I think. Uh... I think okay. Um, I think uh, I'm in the symbol there, and I think we're pretty consistent with that. Where um, do we read him at 10 million? Probably, right for our club, we we'll probably read him. But does the rest of the world read him for that price? Probably not, right? Because he's still he's still just potential. Uh, so I, I I think I I ended up saying close to five million. I don't think we hit 10 million. I know Massa was definitely stuck on the 10 million, but you know, by no means are, are we uh, do we know the economics of, of the game like that? So. Take it. Take that with a grain of salt. Uh, all right, let's move on. Actually, okay, I will say that whatever we sell him for, it's going to be the right thing because DTK has shown that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So yeah. when it comes to to the transfer, I mean, even even what happened with the guys that, that came before him, you know, with Ulysses Giannis and and who was the other one that he was also training to bring back? Um, can't remember his name. Is also is he the one? Yeah. In German. I forget. But the point is, he understands that like, hey, these guys that for cheap or whatever, like we need to bring him back. Right. He understands these things. Whatever we end up selling Araujo for, I, I'm not going to be mad at it. I'm not gonna be mad at it. I, I, I have I have a, I have the same feeling where I think they'll they'll do right and get a decent amount for him. Um, all right. So last week, like literally the day after after our pod, uh, they announced uh, Samuel Gensir. I don't want to go too deep into him because we've talked about him for two weeks in a row. But good signing, no? Like we're all good. Like happy they signed him. Tam deal three years uh, with a year option. Uh, yeah, sounds good, no? Yep. Nope. Uh, all right, let's talk about um, what happened. Your podcast, podcasting. Yeah, I just kind of want to mention it because I know we, we talked about it for two weeks in a row. I don't want to go get yeah. deep into him uh, again, so let I don't want to get deep into him. Okay, um, <laughs> Ellie Galaxy. Uh, we got some we got some real regular season games announced uh, Sunday, April eighteenth. We will be in Miami finally. Angel, uh, you were there last year and uh, uh, no game, <laughs> so. It seems like it seems like if everything stays on track, we will have a game on April eighteenth, twenty twenty one, at twelve p.m. Pacific uh, against Inter Miami at Miami, uh, getting played over a- ABC and ESPN Deportes. Uh, you guys excited for this? You think this is a, is a good good way to kind of match up for our first match of the season? I think the, I think MLS just said fuck it. We didn't play last season. Here, here's the same schedule from last season. <laughs> no need to change anything. We got it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's interesting, right? I, I mean, it's it makes it. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You. I was gonna, I was gonna, kind of 
hand it off to you. Anyways. I was just thinking, but I mean, uh, Becca made that that change right in the offseason where he acquired the other coach. Uh, what's his face? The, the, the English coach, the English Neville, coach, right? Neville, I don't remember his fucking Neville. name anymore. Yeah, whatever his name is. Um, you think about that? He's basically rebuilding his team. I get that there's still a core there, and even then, Miami last year, we're not sure what they were going to be with everything that happened. We they really didn't create anything, didn't establish anything. When you really think about it, it's it's a new coach with a new team that still has to find what its identity is going to be. It's the same thing for the Galaxy, right? It's new coach. There's still going to be several players coming in. Players have been gone. We don't know what our identity is going to be. So I think this is a tempo setter. If you're the Galaxy, if you can come to Miami and take advantage of Miami's issues, I think that's that's good for us because you add a little confidence to these guys. Like, hey, you know, we, we were able to win this game. We're still missing some pieces. Uh, whatever whatever it is, right? It's, I, I think it's going to be a confidence setter for whoever wins that game. But, you know, it's still, it's still the MLS. That, that game could mean nothing. In the day, like yeah. it says, I lost Angel again. Yeah, and because it's true. <laughs> right? but, I mean, it's true. But it's, it, it, it's, I think it's very important the Galaxy is taking very seriously. You know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, they're still missing players or whatever. No, you got you to gotta take advantage because I think it could end up being a lot better. Miami can be better down the line. And beating them down the line for, you know, I guess, points or whatever you call it, that, that can be big. That can be massive. Yeah, I, I, and, and it's also like, it's, it's one of the matches that, that uh, I think MLS wants to squeeze as much as they can out of it, right? Uh, it's a marquee matchup. It's the storylines right themselves, right? Beckham's MLS club versus Beckham's ownership club. Like, it's... I think that's what it is most, most of the yeah, time. It, 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 it's, a, it's a lot of headlines. I, I get it. I get why why that's one of the opening games. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll we'll go into it and, and kind of analyze what we think of this game closer to when the game comes around in a, in a couple of weeks, more like a month, because it's, you know it's literally a month and three days away. So we'll analyze it later. I just kind of wanted to bring it out, uh, and I'm okay with it. It's it's it, it's you know uh, I'm sure they want to make it a marquee matchup, one of the matchups they highlight all the time. And and as long as I think both teams are, are decent, right? Because if you matched them up last year, it would have been a show. Would have been who's the worst. Uh, but as long as both teams are decent, I think it'll be a good showing. Uh, following that week on April twenty fifth, two thirty p.m., uh, LA Galaxy versus New York Red Bulls at the at the Dignity. We finally get a home game. We have the date, April twenty fifth. Fucking circle that in your calendars. Uh, whether you're watching it at home or you're watching it at the stadium, we got a game. Uh, two thirty p.m. Though, I don't know. I don't know about the time. What do you, what do you guys think of uh, our opening game versus the Red Bulls? Like he, he, he's my thing, right? I don't know what to think right now. I mean, uh, he, here's my thing. Like last, last, last uh, home opener, the Victoria Block Grand opening <laughs> didn't go so well for us. Uh, and uh, and I'm, what up? Why is that? Because we we, we took a we took a fat L. Um, I'm a, I'm a low key. I mean, it's rebels, right? Rebels they find a way to kind of reinvent themselves every year. No matter the circumstances, they kind of reinvent themselves and, and always are a decent team. What do you guys think about this, Angel? What do you think about this? Bad, bro. You, you're hitting. I don't even know what to say about the Red Bulls because I, I don't even know what's going on with their team right now. I haven't kept up with it. I, I don't know anything about the Red Bulls right now. That could, that could be like, I can ask, you know, we could reach out to some of the guys from New York, right, that, that we met that one time. And they'll probably tell me, oh, this team's going to be shit, whatever. The Red Bulls have been able to figure it out, even after selling pieces or whatever. So I, I don't even know what to think. I think we're going to end up taking a note just because it's the Red Bulls. <laughs> because it's the Red Bulls. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's interesting, man. Uh, it's interesting because it would be the first game 
it would be the first game with with with, uh, with Fanson Stadium since the home opener last year, right? Uh, George, you think these boys come out here again? We'll go into a lot deeper and 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 you know talk about the actual game. But you think you think there'll be some kind of extra energy because it is going to be a first game with fans since the last home opener? Uh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, I think Galaxy go. Obviously, we'll get more into it. But my off the bat thing, I think we're going to be two and zero going into after this game. Two and zero. Let's yeah, go. I, I I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm the first it's, to it's, on the team. I'm the first to shit on this team, but I think we're going to know. And I think the fact that we don't know much about New York, I feel New York's always been like the East Coast Houston to us. We don't know what we know what's going to happen or we don't know what's going to happen. And usually it's we're on the uh, on the shorter end of the stick when we play these type of teams. So um, but I have a good feeling about the Galaxy. Listen, Augie Williams is going to score three against New York. And we're in, we're in there. Uh, you listen, it, it, it's funny you say that because it's, it's the same. I, I can't explain why I have a good feeling over the Gs. Because we haven't seen anything. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've been having a good feeling about the Gs at the start of every season. Last five no, 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 no. But, but, it, but it's so, different though, right? I honestly I honestly think it's different though, right? Like Because there's, again, we haven't seen them in the field. But there's certain things, certain movement in the club that, 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 it's hard for me to believe that we're not heading in the right direction, right? So I have the, I have a good feeling on it, but I don't know. Again, we'll we'll definitely touch up on these uh, on these games closer to actual game day, uh, closer to when we're having regular regular podcasts and not just trying to dig the interwebs for fucking any kind of galaxy news. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely go back and 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 so one thing that's really cool, I guess that we that we could address is they're both going to be nationally televised, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is uh, one is in, on ABC, and the other one is on FS1. Uh, Fox Sports and ESPN First Sports is in Spanish. Wow, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, it's nationally televised, right? So that's a big deal. On uh, ESPN Deportes in Spanish, FS1, another channel that you know gets ratings. So both of them, are, and both of them are good matches. Again, like the Inter Miami it sells itself just on headlines, and and LA versus New York. Right, you don't have to write much for that either. Like it, it sells itself in, in any kind of sport. So. Uh, looking forward to that, and just just like Manny said, I hope he's, I hope he's wrong. But he says, "Damn, we waited a whole year. Different. We waited a whole year to take an L live again." You're right, man. Also, uh, all right. So let, let, that's that's pretty much it. I think I caught you up with everything happening over the last week. And if we missed anything, that's because because we do a shit job of researching. But um, let, let, corner of the galaxy. Had an article that I thought was really dope. It's uh analysis of of of, of Vanny's defense, right? Uh, and it's interesting. And it's interesting because it, there's part there's parts in there where it talks about um, how Vanny's team is not necessarily one of the top teams in tackles, but it does turn around when it comes to interceptions, and that speaks on that, that speaks on. Uh, on positioning, right? Like, uh, like players, his team really having that positioning on lock where it's not necessarily tackles, but just reading the play and, and intercepting the balls. It has a lot. It, it talks about how they're, you know, they're up more, the furthest more, furthest up players are the ones doing a lot of tackling as well and having, getting a lot of possession. That means a high press and, and how the center, the, the midfield block uh, kind of lays back a little bit. While the front three or the front players press, the middle block kind of stays, and then defense kind of stays behind them, just kind of 
really holding position while the, the front three attack and press. That being said, let, let me go. Let me go through the. So what I want to talk about is is how do we see this? Can we? Can the team accomplish this? Listen, where what do we have? Where to happen? Vanny is the greatest coach of all time. Just because we've shitted on this team for the last two to three years that we ball watch. And this is the complete opposite of ball watching. No, we're adding to the ball watching because obviously you need to see where the play's at, but it's important to know where your player's at. In order to break up a play, and we're saying that Vanny's teams are big on interception, we need to understand that we got to get away from this ball watching, which is something that we've been notorious for. We've On every game that we've previewed on, on the tailgate, we, talk, we talked about watch the players from behind you because they ball watch, they always beat us. So if Vanny could do this, not only... Am I completely sold if I start seeing this the first two games that he's got it into the players and the system's getting it in? But it, it's it's a day and night change. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and so what I wanted to get into, what I want to get into, and, and Angel, if you have if you have comments on on just what I said initially, go ahead and I'll. I'll I do, man. I I think I think George hit it, and that's massive to me because listen, we, we talked about this for years now, right? And I didn't honestly, I didn't pay attention to whatever analysis he gave me from from COG, right? I just thought about Daniel Starris. Daniel Starris' soccer IQ defensively is hot ass. It, it's it's that fucking it's that it's that hot sauce that we had on on Saturday. It's it's useless. It's stupid for what? Like it, it ha- he has no soccer IQ, and that's the issue. Like, and yet Greg Vanny's going to be the best coach, the best teacher. If we end up starting with you know a combination that includes Daniel Starris and he ends up actually being good, right? So we know people has good soccer IQ. We know that it, it's. I understand that he wasn't hasn't been what, what we hoped to be, but that could also be the players he was around. This is um, his, his issue is soccer IQ. He lacked it, right? That's why he was always caught off guard. If 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 we are that, listen, George hit it, man. Uh, Vanny, greatest coach of all time, because he actually taught these guys some basic ass soccer defensive IQ. Listen, he. So part of what you said, I'm, I'm arguing because I, I remember, I remember a series two years ago, surprised the fuck out of me. And it wasn't, it wasn't because he was faster. It wasn't because he was stronger. It was because he read a lot more plays. So I, I, I disagree with you when, when you say his psyche is trash. I think he plays like trash a lot more often than we want him to. But I, th- I think if, if with the right, uh, with the right talking to the right coaching, he could get figured that out. So I argue that, although I'm not saying that I want stairs to be what hey, I'm starting to say. You just, he's a, like it, coaching exactly. Yeah. If he can actually instill in that, then we'll see, right? But that's yeah. why. So we'll see. So the, the reason I brought this up is because I want to take a look at our roster. My our roster still has a lot of holes in it. Uh, still has a lot of players to come in, but I want to start looking at a roster right now and, and start thinking if we could do this, right? Uh, if we could have an attacking three or attacking two, whatever it is, because we're not sure even in the, in the formation right now. But our attacking players, do we have the players to go out there and press? And try to win the ball back early. Do we have the midfield to to hold shape and intercept passes? And do we have the, the defense to continue that? Uh, let's start off. Let's start off in the back, right? Uh, in the back, we have eight def- nine defenders currently on the roster, with uh, Daniel Acosta, Julian Depew, uh, Fercanis, Fercanis, and say his name, Fisher O'Neill, Pipo Gonzalez, uh, Jalen Neal, Starius, Viafania, and Williams. Right off the bat, I think we could go ahead and say uh, we have Julian and and Viafania, uh, white, right, both right back and left back. 
and then it's and then it's really a, a coin flip or a toss up between who are who our center backs are, right? The uh, Pui, people, Steris, and and I want to say uh, Derek Williams are definitely in. Listen, it's got to be Derek Williams. We need to go out of our way to get this guy, you know, the inter- international, you know, Irish international for him not to be the starting center back. Well, the thing is that he's not going to, like, you know, from what we have read, at least from initial reports, is that he's not going to be ready until mid to late April, right? So we have to we have to really see how game fit he is uh, because it's it's the okay, peace situation all over again, right? It's the peace situation all over again. Like, he was just in there right, to right, 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 take right, care right. Of, of people, and he ended up sticking with the position for most of the season. So, but but I think it's in between those four. I know we have Jalen Neal, we have uh, Rakan is in there, but I think it's in between those four who, who are going to be our, our two center backs, right? So let's start off there, and and let's start off with, with I think the the highest skilled, even though maybe you know not proven or not shown. Uh, and let's just I'll go ahead and throw in Derek Williams and Pipo Gonzalez as center backs. You guys cool with that? Or you guys want to make an argument for Sarah's or Dupree? I'm not arguing because I'm cool with that. Okay, so hmm? w- w- with with those four guys, we, we what they want what we want to do with them when they're attacking us is just hold shape and read and and read where the potential pass may be. And let's start out wide. Let's start out with Biafanya and 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 Julian Lau. Do you guys think we we those two guys as as our starters can do that? And that just kind of like go for it. Yeah. I'll I'll say it, it it it's all about discipline. I think you could teach any player. Uh, I think it could be anybody. It's just also all about discipline. If you're disciplined enough to hold that run instead of pushing out forward to press that ball and take a step back and read the play. I think anyone in these positions could be able to do this. Now, uh, granted for, for the time, for the, for the sake of the pod, I think Julian is going to need a little bit much more discipline. Cause he's a young player, obviously being young, you, you, you need to hold him back. You need to mm-hmm. show to him. You need to say, Hey, not every play you have the energy, but not every play is a 50, 50 ball. You have to go out for sometimes you got to play smart you got to take a step back and you have to read the play in order to make the, it, sometimes you just have to wait two seconds. You're saving energy and you're winning the ball. So it, it, out of those two, I think Julian might need a little bit more and not cause he's not talented, but just cause he's young. It, you, you being young, you having all the energy you always wanted to push up could yeah. also be a negative. I, I got to say this part of the one, the, the, this is the time I agree with you the most out of all the pockets we've done together. I think this is the one time I like. I, I think I think you're really on point with this, uh, Angel. You have any anything to add to that, or you got something? You don't believe in that? What's your, what's your, no, where you at with this? I agree with George actually because Julian proved last year he can be reckless. Yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. with George 100. And think about it, Riafania's on the older side, right? So I don't mm-hmm. expect him to be pushing up so much. I expect him to be the smarter guy, at least defensively. I'm saying the smarter than I don't know. I mean, an older, smarter defensive left back. Mm-hmm. No, I I I agree, and and the thing is that right because George did it, yeah, because it's that right because uh, Biafanya comes with experience, MLS outside MLS cups and you know one one chips, so he comes he comes he comes with that experience. Uh, I think he's good. Derek Williams, he's played it, he's played it big cups. Uh, he played in in the championship. He played it in in EPL, even though it's just first thing. I think he comes with experience. People have the experience. I think the only one lacking in our back line right now, uh, if that was our starting uh, four in the back would be Julian. So I think just kind of reeling him in, make sure that he's like, stays focused the whole time. It doesn't 
lash out and, and, and go into those 50 50 challenges that uh, George was talking about and getting that red card, getting, you know, a yellow card that kind of yeah. limits you what you can do, like all that. Uh, but I think you're right. Uh, and again, I think one of the big things that, that at least that I took from the article is, is that Vanny probably doesn't want you making a lot of tackles, right? Vanny wants you being smarter and intercepting the ball and, and stepping in in front of a, a pass instead of you going into, into tackling, right? Uh, I should have kept it up, but there's there's a quote there by by one. I think I think it was Maldini. Don't quote me on that, but it said if you're making a tackle, it's probably because you made a mistake, All right? So you're recovering from a mistake and trying to make a tackle. Interesting quote. Uh, but I, I Maldini was daddy, bro. But but th- that's a thing though, right? Like it, it's it's so so far we're thinking our defense can at least potentially do this, right? Again, there's all potential because we don't even know who our starting who our starting four in the back is, or if it is starting four, but just potential. Let's go to the midfield. Uh, in the midfield, we have Efrain Alvarez, Jonathan Dos Santos, Granzer uh, Zamuel, uh, Carlos Harvey, Sasha Kleshton, Sebastian Ajet, Jonathan Perez, and Adam Adam Saldana. All right, out of those, I think we're, we're, we're looking at Dos Santos definitely being in. Uh, I want to say Lejet as, as the CM pairing with Granzer being, being all right and and I don't know who the fuck you have in the left, <laughs> but but you, you, you got to figure you have somebody, right? Um, I'm assuming you have your, your, your Granzer going out and pressing along with the left with the with the left winger, whoever that is, and Jonah and Legit kind of sitting back and trying to pick out a pass that comes out from 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 that press, right? From that you know from the pressure, hopefully a sloppy pass that they can pick up on. So let's start with the CMs and potentially being Jonah and Legit. If not Sasha, can we do that? Can these two center mid pairing hold the line and just you know have patience there and and look to to intercept a ball instead of like rushing out and trying to close down the market and leaving gaps behind them? I'm fully confident in that midfield. I think the only downfall, if we're picking someone out of those three, it's going to be the chat. Uh, Sasha's veteran. I doubt he wants to make every run and go for the each ball. Uh, Jonah is box to box, but we've seen him make these type of interceptions even when even when the philosophy is not there so if i had to pick someone it's going to be legit and it's not something where we have to he's young he it's not a arajo case i just think we just need to change his mentality a little bit talking about the true cms though right nothing about the wingers or anything like no 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 just cms right now yeah man i think i'm gonna go george again keep going yeah yeah right i mean I mean, I guess if, if I really wanted to, I can probably make a case for Jonah, at least last year, Jonah. But Jonah before that, he's Jonah. You know, the problem is he's had his injuries. But we'll see. I mean, if he can recuperate what he was before prior to his injury and then, you know, obviously the shit season he had last year and missing so many games, he can get that step back in. He's smart, right? He's very, he's probably the smartest center midfielder that we have. So, I'm, I mean, I'm confident if he gets his, his, uh, yeah. his, his, his game back, right? I, I, mean, I, I, of those three guys, legit, man. I'm I'm with you when it comes to Jonah because I said I've been on this pod saying that when Jonah's on, he's the heartbeat of the team. I mean, I mean, he controls the tempo where they want to speed it up, where they want to slow it down, whether it's a short pass or is finding people in space, he could do all that. Defensively, I think he's the same way though, right? Like, uh, I, I you know I remember him in in, in uh was that uh Villarreal, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember him in Villarreal and, and the way he he just dominates that midfield because he knows where to stand 
right? It's not that he's sprinting back and forth. He just knows the area where he needs to cover, where he potentially get a ball and recover a ball from a bad pass or recover a ball from a long pass. Uh, I want to see that, Jonah. Because if we see that, Jonah, that, that's the same Jonah that will point out where you need to be at, right? He's calling legit and saying, right there. He's calling Sasha, wherever, wherever fucking needs to call and telling him where they need to be at. If we get that, Jonah, I think that midfield set too. But that's the thing, that if, right? If we don't get that, Jonah, then legit, all last year, he's the one that carried us in that midfield, right? Yeah. We can say whatever we want about him, but he was the one that carried us. Yeah, no, uh, you're, you're right. And, and that's the thing, though, right? Like, uh, he he is coming, Jonah is coming with the big energy this year. Right, he's been yapping a lot, like on on socials, and anytime he gets a chance to be on camera, he's 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 you know talking big game. So we want, I want to see that, like you know, what I mean, I'm I can't say I'm confident because the last year was such a letdown, but I want to see that Jonah. Uh, and as it comes to when it comes to legit, I, you, I, listen, I I can't I seen him I seen him in the U.S. national team playing a little further back, just being a, a release valve for 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 a lot of the team, uh, a lot of the team that has more pace than he does, and it's a good look for him as well. Uh, so I, I think we could do it. Let's talk about the wingers and and, and throw in uh, Chicha there, right? Because right now, listen, I I, I have a, I, I've been talking about maybe a four four two with a with a with a with a false nine, but you know we still have a lot of indications that says this might be a four three three again. Uh, so with that being said, you know you you have a similar who we have not really seen, so we can't talk, really talk about can he press or not, right? Like that's not something that's showcased in the highlights. Uh, and we have Chicharito, who we know, right? A, a left winger who could be Pavon or could be somebody else. Well, that's unsure. But let's talk about at least the one player we know. All right, we're assuming that, that Vanny's going to want Grancer if he's, uh, I don't know, starting right back, right mid, right wing, which I think he is. Like, we want him to press. But Chicharito is a question mark here. Do you think he could, he could, does he have the energy? Is, he, is, is it his game to press consistently every time, like, we turn over a ball or the defense comes out playing short. I feel it's in him. I, for the, for the 10% of the season that he actually cared when he was first doing it and when he wanted to be the voice, he was the high press for us. He was the one that was, that was starting it off. Uh, And people could argue that that was probably his lowest point in his career. So if he could do that, if there's a glimpse of that for me, then by all means, if you're if you're this guy that's suddenly changed, you picked up your fitness, you care about your body, you're you're doing all that, then then why not? It, it's it's we're not asking you to run for ninety minutes. We're not asking you to do a lot of things. It's just being smart, pressing when it's needed, and and picking your battles. So, so uh, I have full confidence in that being now. If it's a concept that's accepted with him, I hope so. I hope everything that he said on social media, I hope everything that he's that he's uh, that he's been doing is is a testament to what he wants to do. So if that's been the case, then he's not giving me a reason why it shouldn't work. Hey, George, think. Shit, George against but <laughs> yeah, listen, he's been saying it all because it's true. I mean, listen, the only person I guess that you could say is Zubek, right? We know he'll run. Uh... Not stop, right? He'll do it. <laughs> That's the thing. He runs like a headless chicken. Without idea, he just runs after the ball. Like George said, you know, pick and choose your battles. You're not going to chase after every single ball. You're not. It's when do I make that run? And this is, this is the type of shit that I do expect you to do. I know I, I don't give him a lot of praise for his actual abilities, but at least, you know, mentally, I, I believe he has high soccer IQ. 
I, that yeah. I do believe. I don't doubt that one bit. So if that's the case, and if I do believe about you and that is true about you, then yeah, you're going to pick the right moments. Obviously, you're not going to win them all. You're not going to get it all, but you're going to pick the right times to press and shit, you know, turn it over type of thing, right? You know, they lose in the middle because you're pressing them. Not like the zoop back away. Otherwise, you're just going to rotate it every single time because they know you're going to come and chasing them. All you're going to do is pass it from one side to the other. Oh, look, zoop back, so I mean, switch to the side. Uh, right? So you don't want to do this. It's got to be smart. It's got to be smart. Uh, yeah, it, it, and it has to be collective. It has to be collective because I saw lots of times last year uh, when Chicha, you know, for those 10 minutes that he want to step up, he'll chase, 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 and then look up and realize that he's the only one chasing. Right? And then you see his hands come up and do the shit and start, you know, pointing at shit. Uh, so it has to be collected because I, I, I do, you know, from last year, we could tell that if it's not a team press, if it's not like, you know, the players that need to move with him and pressing up, if they're not moving with him, he's he's also quick to kind of throw his hands up and say, OK, I'm not doing it either. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe he it has to I think he could do it. I just believe it has to be a, a unit moving together. It has to be like the attacking three or attacking two, uh, putting a press in and, and doing it correctly. Right. Not just going up to press, like cutting the angles and, and, and looking for them to to make a sloppy pass or just a bad pass to, to recover the ball quickly. Uh, so we said it there, right? Uh, listen, the whole, my whole point is, was trying to figure out what's, what's really, where do we need the next signing? We're like, where do we really need the next signing? Right. And let me just recap this for you guys. It's easy. Uh, go for it. And now it's that, it's that one replacement. We don't have anybody on this side. I mean, we could, right. But Greg Vanny doesn't see it. He doesn't think so. I listen. I I like Paris a lot, right? And Dunbar. We want to talk about someone that can do that press. Dunbar got wheels, and he has here. He's shown it. Right? Mm-hmm. But does Greg Vanny think that? I I don't think so. I think Greg Vanny. That's why he said it. he was he was sold on Pawana. He wanted Pawana to come back. That was his thing. So he clearly doesn't have the same praises or the same. Well, I, I can't say that. Right? I don't know what, what Greg Vanny's thinking, but at least indications show. He wants if Pavon doesn't work out, he wants to find that replacement for that left wing. And I get it, look, Pavon, our best player, hands down, well, was right, our best player. So if we talk about Dunbar, if we talk about um, Paris, right? These are two youngsters, right? And come trying to come in, you know, to replace this World Cup player and that played in Boca, you know, that had the skills that was our best player. I mean, shit, we can even argue maybe if it wasn't for Slatan, he probably would have been the MVP, right? Maybe, maybe that's a whole different story. Listen, I, I mean, the argument, the, right? the argument is there. The argument is there that he 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 made a lot of those plays for Slatan, right? right? So, like, exactly. That's what I said. But we're not. That, that's already like extra. I'm I'm addressing that because you know it's bringing up the Paris situation and bringing up the Dunbar stuff. Like we're talking about, you know, players that can do that. I, I like Paris a lot. I hope they give him a chance. We'll see. We'll see it. So, if, I think we're going to go out and get a left wing right to replace that one because I I don't see Greg Vanny giving me the indications that. Sees that in Paris, and then he sees that in Dunbar. Yeah. No. Listen. So uh, one of the things that Vanny had said to to uh, at least a supporter leadership is is that right? Is that uh, that he's excited to work with a speedy winger, right? Uh, I think he was referring to Pavon, but I don't. If Pavon is not available, I think that's the move, right? Uh, and and here's the thing, though. Like we've been talking about waiting till summer for Pavon and all that. I don't know if you do that. Right, because if we look at this as, and just what we had a conversation over the last ten minutes or so, um, we need that we need that second wing to press up with Chicharito and and someone. Right, like that's that's a given because we look at the defense, we can we can see how defense could work. We look at the midfield, same thing, right? There's there's some variables there that are, are unknown right now, but in theory, we can see how that could work, 
right? And pretty clearly, when it comes to when it comes to attacking three or or just whoever whoever's in charge of pressing higher up the pitch, pressing the defense, uh, that's where you have questions, right? Because we said like Teacher could do it, but he needs to support. He needs to make sure that you know that it's a unit that's pressing is just not him. Uh, question marks on 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 Samuel just because we haven't seen it, but you know we assume that he could do it. We assume that. You know, it's just going up to put some pressure on defense so he could do it. But who's that other who's the other wing back and how committed is he? Uh, and we can't necessarily rely on, on on what you're saying. We can't rely on on Paris. We can't rely on uh, who I'm missing here on uh, Dunbar. on Dunbar. Right. We can't necessarily rely on them because they are young. And, and and as much as I like them, I mean, I like I like the Wilder. I like Wild too. Right. Like I like them, too. But. How much can you really rely on them? Right. Uh, and for a position that of that importance, I think you might need somebody who has experience, who is going to come in and bring something different. Uh, so George, do, do, do you agree with this on us having to, 100%. it has to be, it has to be about one replacement. I agree with, uh, with what's being said. If we don't have them, then I think that he's our, that's our number one. Uh, it should be our number one focus. And then from there we keep going. You know, we have the chat talking about uh, some of the, some of the players uh, like Emma, or Pontius, which listen, I, I Emma, Emma is, is a weird situation because I had mad love for him, but Pontius? he wasn't that good. Pontius was good too, but but but, but uh, Pontius is good too. But again, like I think we need like we need somebody who brings something different on that. Listen, way. It, yeah, if if Pontius is really your thing, then we're, let's bring back Sean Franklin. Let's bring back you know other players. Like no, we're we're moving in another direction, and I don't think that these type of players are in that direction, and we have to get off of that. Yeah, listen, and, and I'm okay with some with some veteran uh with some veteran leadership, right? But like at that position, I think I want somebody 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 new, somebody who's bringing something different, somebody young, right? Uh a counter to to Samuel Garcia. A mm-hmm. a straight up counter to him, right? And if and if it's Pavon, like listen, that's that's exactly it. But if it's not Pavon, it's it has to be somebody with qualities that are quite similar to that, right? Because we're gonna need somebody we're gonna need these white players to be uh, creative and 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 has some pace on them to create chances for Chicha, to create the chances that Chicha is known for those tap-ins, those inside the box, uh, one twos and stuff like that. Like we need those type of players. And and honestly, I I can't I can't tell you a player from from our past who's still active today that I say, huh, that be that 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 fit in right that fit right in other than Pavon. And to answer the chat, fuck you, Chris. I never wanted AJ, so you could suck it back. I would have taken AJ. I, I wish he never left. To be honest, and I always talk about that, but uh, we've we've covered that in a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think we're all we're all in agreement that it is it is that that winger that needs to be brought in. Uh, here's the thing: we had other sh- we had other we had other shows. Where we talked about waiting until the summer for a problem, waiting until the summer to bring in that DP signing, waiting for the summer to bring in that winger. Hey, did we talk about Bobo though? Was with everything that came up recently? Yeah, we've talked about Bobo. Uh, we've talked a lot about Pavon. <laughs> you just haven't been here. But did uh, we say already, like, no, that's it? Call it, a, call it quits already? Get over it and let's move on? No, we, we we talked about it slightly last week, but again, I don't want to. I don't want to keep on dragging this Pavon thing out until we know, like, for sure, for sure. I know last week we talked about like uh, the statements that came out the way he's officially charged, and his lawyers coming out and saying that um, that that's what they were waiting for. It just saying again. It's it's a mess. It's a novella that that you know has ran for too long and needs to come to an end, one way or the other, so the G's know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Because of the situation we're in, right? Like because of what we just talked, uh, we need a winger and we need to figure that out. But again, let, 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 let me ask you this: uh, Is this position you guys are willing to wait for? 
Is this is this a position you guys are willing to go up to the summer for? If we have a cam up until that position, then yes. I don't think that we could. I don't think that we're okay enough to ha- uh, to have a vacant left wing and a cam. Angel, what's your thoughts? Because then, oh, and my bad. And to add to that, because we shitted on Chicha for so long, and if he's our top, uh, our top striker, there's still no connecting piece to that. So we're just gonna keep on shitting on him until the until the summer. The issue is, Atsy fans. Right? <laughs> if we go through the summer, well, it's true. If we get to the summer, Chicharito's not having the best season. Let's say he scored a few goals. Let's say Grand Zurich can't do everything by himself, right? Listen, dude, we're talking about a Pavon replacement. The best player in our fucking squad. That's massive. Galaxy fans don't understand that. People are like, oh, I thought we brought Greg Vanny to win. <laughs> we don't, if we're not in first place, it's a big fucking issue. Look, rightfully so, right? We shouldn't even be in the situation. I get that. We are in the situation. It's understanding, hey, we have a new coach still bringing pieces and what seems to be the right pieces. Building from the back, he started from the back. We already have our quote unquote star striker. Just missing that additional piece that we've said even from last year when we had Pavon that we needed somebody on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. So now Pavon's gone. We got the guy on the opposite side. So now we need Pavon again <laughs> or the Pavon replacement. So that's yeah. still not changing. So it's the understand like, hey, if we're not, if we're going to wait until the summer for Pavon or whatever happens, Galaxy fans in general need to come the fuck down with whatever happens because we can be, let's say, for the sake of conversation, in the bottom. So, 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 so take, it away, take, take, take it away from, from the Galaxy fans. Hold on, hold on. Take it away from them. Take, take it away from them. Like, you know, like, we can't control their opinions. Talk to me about how you feeling, though. Like, like, is this something you want to do? Are you okay with waiting for summer or would you rather have it now? I'm okay with waiting for the summer. Under the condition that we are not bringing Pavon back. We're waiting for the summer to see what's going to be available for us in the summer, understanding that the European market is 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 over, right? And even when we talk about South America, right? It doesn't seem like we're going to South America. Otherwise, we would have had the, the rumors you know, coming out of there. It seems like we're coming out of Europe. And there's people out of the Euros. Someone might be a flash in the Euros, you know, and, and, and come out of that. So if... if Call it quits with Pavon now, and GB and uh, Greg Vanny tells me, "Hey, I'm not gonna get your guy right now. We're gonna get someone in the summer. We're waiting for the summer. Listen, it's a galaxy. We're gonna bring somebody big. I'm gonna wait. I understand. I get what they're gonna be doing. Not only from the perspective, from from the mark, from the marketing perspective, right? But again, under the condition they tell me now, I am. It's not for Pavon. Is because we're gonna wait to see what we can bring in to replace Pavon. I don't want to wait out for Pavon." Oh, I don't want to. George, what's, what's your take on this? <laughs> if we're not able to sign any of the two, then I think we all need to be patient. And But a lot of me wants to say that it's not in good confidence if we start off this. I, I think if this is the path that we take, have a, have a chat with Chicharito. Because he's someone that we need to produce. And if we're saying, hey, we don't have this right now, we understand you. We get it. This is the best of what we're trying to do. Now, if we throw him out on, if we throw him out on an island and we don't have those connecting pieces and Chicharito is kind of left to to hear the wrath and hear everything, that that does something to a player. 
Yeah. But it, it, as far as Angel being saying that there needs to be transparency to the fans, I think that transparency first needs to start within the club and say, this is not happening right now. This is what we're working towards. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to go against both of you guys here. And I, I honestly believe we need to address the left wing position before sin starts. Right. I'm not saying bring in a DP for this position. If, if that's, you know, hold the DP for summer for who, you know, whatever we're needed at, whether it's a cap position or another winger who's, who's at a higher level, uh, whatever that is, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with holding the DP spot, but I'm not fine with starting season without a winger, without a true, I don't know, winger for, to be the counterpart to, to someone going to Because as much as I like these kids that we have in the bench, I don't think they're, they're, they're there. Like, I don't want to take that gamble, right? Like, I, I, Question for you, then. Are you okay to not waste, but are you okay to use an international spot as a placeholder for a DP in the summer? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair because yeah. we have a lot. Of, all, and, and, and I was on the boat as same as you, but, excuse me, to touch the Angel's point, if we wait, we need to be transparent. I think that we need to address one either or before – I agree with you, not using a DP spot and not kind of going into it that quick. But if we don't, if we don't, then I think we need to be transparent. F- fuck the fans. I-, I could care less. Be transparent <laughs> to the people that you that you most need to impact because you need to impact the players in order for the pa- uh, for the fans to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, man. And again, right, that's why I say, like, I think we need to bring them in. We need to bring in that winger like before season starts. Because you have to build, like, there's no way Vanny, Vanny's job is complete or, or even a, any kind of resemblance of what it should be if you're working with, with a, a, a bandage left wing, right? If we're working with somebody who's not, like, necessarily what you're looking for in the left wing, but you don't have options. So I think you need to bring that in. See, let me tell you why, why I didn't feel that way from the get-go is because of the tones that he shared it. And basically what you what you guys shared with us, right, of, of what he said, he's been focused on Pavon. That's his thing. It's not like he like he's talked about other positions, right, where he says, oh, we have some – as he said that, hey, I have an eye if Pavon doesn't work out, right, we have, you know, one or two targets that we're going to address. No, from what, yeah, no, from no, what no. I've gathered, it's only been the right wing, right, which is why I've been like, well, it sounds like they're going to wait to see what happens. That means we're going to wait until the summer. So that's where I'm thinking. I'm not thinking about. I don't. I don't think that he's thinking in the now. If that's the case, of course, get rid of Pavon right now, and it doesn't have to be fucking DP. You can go get another grand sir on Tam. That's fine. But I'm just saying, based on the tones that that they've shared, at least that I've got it, and this is my perception, right? If that's not the case, if you sound a little bit different, I'm all ears, baby. Again, yeah. If, from what I've gathered, is Pavon is is legs are in that basket. If they don't work out, what do we do? That's how I've taken. Well, so I'll say this much, right? Because because I can't I can't confirm nor deny like that. Uh, I can't confirm nor deny like w- whether right. whether whether what he was saying was truthfully transparent or just because he couldn't confirm that he wanted Pavon like out and out, right? But he did say like you know he did say like his wingers he's looking to work with wingers who are, who have pace and have the creativity, right? With that being said, like I I, I understand that maybe his thoughts were like let's go with Pavon, but he knows what he wants for for a winger. Right, and you know what you want for winger, you know the scope is there for you to look for for what you're looking for. Uh, and let me just address the chat real quick. Uh, Manny says complete. He just started. No, I, and yes, by all means, I, I don't. I, I didn't mean like complete as like 
you know, the whole thing, the way the guys are playing, but I'm saying he can't even complete like his theory because he doesn't have a wing, right? Like there's no way for him to really express to a team what he needs when he doesn't have the players he needs to, to do that. That's what I mean by the philosophy. You can't do that if you don't have the players that you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. And again, listen, my, my opinion is that, that I think we need, we need to address it, whether that's a, you know, and I think it's still going to be long-term, right? Because, you know, you have the backup there, but you need to address it. This before the season starts, it, it, bringing in a bringing in a winger to kind of complete at least the shape of the team uh, to jump off the season. That's my thoughts on that. Uh, again, interesting, interesting talk. It's not really anything conclusive, just because we still don't know what this roster looks like for the beginning of the season. We still don't know if you know we have some other releases or we have you know we, who we're bringing in or any of that. So it's still very. Very, very early on. Uh, it doesn't feel that way, but it's still very early on when it comes to like the roster uh, and and seeing the Galaxy play at all, right? Because we haven't even seen them play. We haven't even seen what formation uh, Vanny's potentially throwing out right now. We haven't even seen who he's using as left uh, as in left mid, left wing uh, for the preseason game. So I think we we'll get some more answers in the next couple of weeks. Uh, actually, Saturday, right? Saturday we have the first uh, first away or oh, first preseason game uh, versus uh, San Diego Loyos. Uh, Close behind closed doors. Yeah. So hopefully we have a little more information. At least we know about that one. So hopefully we get a little more information on who played and, and where they played. Maybe some highlights or something like that so we could kind of feed off of it and talk about. But for now, that's what we have. Uh again, big shout out to CRG for putting that that uh the analysis together and giving us something to talk about. Uh George, did we get questions today? Uh yep. Well, let's let's get into those and let's wrap this bitch up. All right. So we start off with G-Man that says, Jonathan was named captain at the beginning of last season. Who do you think Greg would choose to become the team captain, and who would you prefer to see become the team captain? Can I go there? Can I, can I, can I, can I take this on first? Go ahead. Yeah, take a swing. Take a swing. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with Jonah. Jonah's been, like, again, he's been, he's, he had that energy this whole time. He's been in, on, on the press talking about a chip this year, a chip this year. So if he really feels that way, man, give them in the give them in the band and let us lead us, let, let him lead us there. So right? question, is the this energy. who you want or is this who you think or both? Both. But like again, okay. I really like Jordan as a player. Right? I really like Jordan as a player, like from before he was a Galaxy player. Galaxy player. Uh unfortunately, last couple of seasons haven't been his greatest. But yeah, I fucks with him. I want my answer is simple. I want Jonah, it's gonna be Chicha. Chicha, huh? He has a lot to prove. Doesn't have a lot to prove to Vanny. Vanny's coming in fresh. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, he, like he has a chip in his shoulder. So, I, I, so that's what I think is a good idea, right? Like, you know, you have a chip in his shoulder. You want to make sure you're gonna bring the energy. Angel, uh, I'm with Rudy. Nice. All right, uh, Glenn wants to know. G's brought it brought it up on social, so let's have it. What's your favorite Galaxy rainy day experience? Uh, easy MLS Cup, uh, 2011. Was that when it rained? 11. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are all those are all dope. Those, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that one too. That, Remember the mud afterwards it. and the uh, and tuggy there, yeah, the mud slide. Yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I do remember that. I remember uh, the wing stop after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, tiny was a surfboard. Tiny yeah, was a surfboard. Yeah, fuck yeah. Home openers right. in the rain have been fun too. Yeah. You, you remember that? Was it was it last year? Or the year before that, when we did the uh, tip under the rain, and uh, the paint was off before that. That shit was, was fucking it? pouring when we put it in there. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it was. Yeah, three yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Three years ago. Yikes! Really? 
three years um, ago. It's funny because that day, I my whole my whole intention was to stay at the stadium, help out Tifo, and just kind of stay around or like you know, uh, George, were you, were you out here already? Were you, were you out there in Torrance already? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I I know when I was gonna hang out with one of you guys until game time, but that like all the paint started falling off, and, and I ended up with like pants, shirt, hat full of paint. I was like, fuck this, I gotta go home. I ended up coming home and going back. So yeah, man, I don't mind rainy days. Rainy days are fun, They're far far in between. So I don't mind them. All right, uh, Danger TRO has three questions. Thoughts on Marisa Sanfuego is no longer working for the academy. Should he be the next statue? Uh, yeah, I don't know about much about the academy and if it was mutual, if it was his or it was the G's decision. I really can't comment much on that. But should he be the next statue? He should be a statue. I don't know about next statue. I, I can't really say it. But yeah, he definitely should be a statue. Here, uh, and Adrian, maybe maybe you remember or you could back me up here, but I could have swore there was talks about him being the next statue. Like uh, I'm not sure if not, and I'm not even sure if we could talk about it. But I, I, pretty, I, I remember. No, he's not the next statue. We addressed that in a in a meeting with the front office. Oh, okay, that's what happened. Yeah, I, I, he's I don't not know. the next statue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it, to me, that that was weird. I think uh, I think Ant is the one that brought it up to to us recently, and I was like, oh shit, like that's right. Like I I haven't heard of I haven't heard from him, and I didn't realize that uh, that he was no longer like in some capacity part of the club. Which sucks because that's that's one of the figures that I, I would want to have always around the club, no matter what. Like he's straight up, I want him and Raúl to always be around the club. Yeah, one way or the other. You know what I mean? So like when I when I realized that I was tripping. The fuck I have out. an idea of maybe why he's no longer around. Um, because it sounds it seems like it was recent, right? That he's been gone recently. It's been I, very recent, right? I, I don't. Yeah, it has to be. It feels it feels that way, but I'm so, not sure. Chris and I were so we, I, one time we were up and we went up to to the lounge on the top, right? You know what's it called in the top? Yeah. I forget what they yeah, call it. Um, yeah, the one on the top, right? Yeah. So uh, we went there after a game. I was with Chris, his brother, and you know when you see came out, Kobe Jones came out, um, Dotatino were out there, and you know we were just talking to him. And I don't remember how our conversation got into 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 that type of topic with uh with Fuegos, you know about being the academy and like you know has he ever wanted more he straight up told me he said they're racist to him <laughs> you know and like he wants more he's been explicit that he's wanted more like he wanted some type of actual coaching job for the first team like oh he said certain things no i, I don't want to keep adding to to what he said but i was like damn like if what he again if what he said is true that's fucked up I didn't want to touch that subject at all. That's so why I kind of left it. But I mean, look at all the Central Americans that have been a part of the Galaxy that have been huge. CR has a lot to say about the Galaxy Cienfuegos, I'm sure, is along that boat. I'm sure yeah, there's a lot. To say that, yeah, a lot. yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to get into it because it's that's a different shit on its own. But I mean, look at the pattern. And that's 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 George. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's weird because like those like that has come out of out of like personal conversations. It's never been in a public platform. Uh, so like again, I never had those conversations, so I'm not aware of them other than from what I heard from you guys. But it's fucked up, right? Because those guys are are listen. You pay homage to 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 the to the jersey. Like, there's no way you could pay homage to to these jerseys without paying homage to the players who. Who really stood out in these jerseys, and that by no means 
like like Cien Fuegos is an everybody's list by no means. Like that's that's immense in there, right? So it's fucked up. Uh, it's fucked up that he's yeah. not around the club. I hope they rectify that in, in some way and have him back in the club because again, he's one of the one of the people I always want to see uh, associated with the club. And again, I, I hold him, I hold him up highest. You know what I mean? Like so, sure. He's also Salvadoran like me, so he probably was either one drunk or exaggerating as fuck. So who knows if he's saying the truth or not? You know, so who knows? All right. Uh, next question is DK, DTK using his connections in Mexico to help out our team. Shit, I hope so. It, but maybe it hasn't been apparent. It hasn't been apparent, but like he, he did come in saying, like, you know, he had connections in Mexico, but also across the world because of, of the time he worked in Mexico, right? Uh, so, uh, uh huh. It's also on the coach. I mean, if Greg Vanny is not looking towards Mexico, who are you to say, "Hey, there's this player"? You're not coaching the team. No. But, but listen, what I, what I what at least the way I interpreted all my conversation with Vanny is is that he doesn't necessarily have, or he didn't come in come in with names. He came in with with features that he needed in in in, in the positions that he wanted to fill and the players that in the players he wanted to bring. So I I do I do believe that like uh. DJK has a lot of influence on on the players that get presented to Vanny, right? Because he does, you know, he's he's talked about his his uh his knowledge and his connections and 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 the way he sees different different young players. So, uh maybe not Mexico, but I don't think it's, it's because they, they're trying to avoid Mexico. It's just maybe partly because they they Mexico the Mexican league doesn't have what he what they're looking for right now. All right. Uh, but that's next question. Chat, chat, though, really quick. Have you guys been watching the Mexican League lately? I saw America fuck up Chivas yesterday. Let's go. Games have gone down, and and I don't know what it is. It's it's not as fun and turning to watch as it used to be. So maybe that has something to do. The quality is just I, not what it used to be. And I don't know if they were also impacted by COVID that they couldn't bring the players they wanted, or they had to sell, or what the deal is. But quite frankly, this hasn't been as as exciting. And right. uh, I've, I love Tigres, bro. You know that's supposed to be the better team to watch. But even watching them has been boring lately. It's like, shit. imagine that the team that's one of the teams that spend the most, the most money has this quote unquote badass team. They're boring to watch. I'm the yeah. fan, you know. So, I, I, it, I don't. It probably wasn't. It probably wasn't you, but it, I had. I just had the conversation not too long ago that I said like the Mexican league without fans has really suffered because the games have not. You know, they have not been the same. And I, I thought it was maybe the fans, right? Like, it, like the ambiente wasn't there. But you're right. Like I, I have not enjoyed, uh, I have not enjoyed Leo MX since since the COVID shit happened. So you, you, you might be saying that. Uh, oh. All right. Next question: uh, Who is Jonah's backup when Jonah gets called up to Mexico? I think we talked about it, wasn't it, uh, Harvey? That we want, yeah. yeah, Harvey to be. In? I, I think that's the position we, we we have some some good coverage, right? Because straight off the bat, you have you have uh, Sasha, right? Sasha legit because mm-hmm. I don't think both see the field same time. So you have Sasha, you have uh, Harvey, who may be a little unproven, but what we saw from him, the little we saw from last last year, from him last year, seemed promising. So I'm I'm excited to see that. Uh, and then we have some some of some of the kids too who could step in and and see if they get their shot there. So I think there that that plays I'm that spot I'm not necessarily too concerned about. All right, uh, last question: Do you think the Galaxy will finally bring in a backup striker, or will they use Zubac or Augie this season? I think it's going to be Augie. Yep. Yeah. If the answer is Augie, I'm not mad. I know. I mean, everyone's been wanting him for such a long time. I hope he, I hope he shows out. To be honest with you, I, I mean, listen, whether it shows out or not, like, like the kid is, is is raw talent, right? So maybe he's not, you know, maybe he's not the star striker. But if he comes in as a sub role for for whether that be fitness or, or an injury, 
is a better look than Subak because Subak is not raw talent. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. that was it, boys. Oh, that dope. Um, uh, let me let me let me sign off by saying a couple of things. Uh, patches are out. I've seen a bunch of them. I've seen a bunch of them on on socials. Got mine today. Hell yeah, dope. Uh, there 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 is a link to a YouTube video on the product page. But I will be send, we will be sending out some emails with the with the video link and a GIF. So in case you don't necessarily know how to apply it, the the video is there to kind of show you how it's done. It's a pretty easy process. They look really nice. I seen Jesse's jersey, man, very nice. They look really nice in jersey. So uh, big shout out to everybody who hopped on about that. Like we we sold we sold quite a quite a quite a bit amount and it fucks with you so much. I understand that every time we put out a product, it's money that goes right back to ACB, right back into the TIFOs, right back into the tailgates, I mean, hopefully tailgates, and, you know, it goes right back into into ACB. So I really, really appreciate you guys fucking with us and, and buying stuff out. Uh, we do have some news coming out for another happy hour uh, and some other stuff coming up, coming up pretty soon. Uh, more, more, more pressing, though, this Saturday, there is a, uh, there is a, a, an equipment sale. Going on at uh, at, the, at the stadium, uh, the Galaxians are, are hosting a charity event, a donation drive, uh, benefiting the foster care youth. Uh, they're looking to get new uh, insulated water bottles, boxes of candies and snacks, and snack packs, all, all of them brand new, still properly closed, uh, and Uno card games, stuff like that. So check out uh, check out their wish list. I think you still have time to check out the wish list. Uh, the wish list. Uh, we'll retweet out. Uh, We'll retweet out that tweet right now. Uh, so check that out and help them out. Swing by. Try to get try to cop some some equipment. I know people find some gems there sometimes. I unfortunately never have. Every time I show up, either they have like extra extra small or four XL, which I probably could rock, but you know, not my not my swag. Uh, so check that out. That's, that that should be fun. Good. Do you need shorts? It's good for shorts. Sure. Yeah. Like you'll definitely find plenty of shorts, soccer shorts. Yeah. I bought I bought I bought, a, I bought some three three quarter ones, and XL. Cause you know, I mean, like I could get away with XL pretty soon. Not, not, not three quarters though. Cause three quarters turned out to be like a priest. They're like way down there. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I can't rock these. So I think I ended up getting to Jesse or something like that. Uh, all right. You guys have anything else? Anything else? No. Hey. I can't believe it's nope. that With that being said, it's another episode of straight from the stands. I'm boy Rudy and I'm smart on Twitch. I'm smart on Twitter. I'm smart on the gram. Trying to figure out if there's anyone else. I don't know what the fuck? <laughs> Jay and the Feet of Seven on Instagram and Twitter. ADF 19. Fuck, I don't know. Damn, you know my birthday? She's yeah. passed, bro. March 6, 21.